is education. There's no reason we should have all this information on incidents and what causes them and keep it to ourselves. Because if one incident happens, it hurts everybody. Insurance can be tricky for haunted attractions. Many places are unsure how to classify haunts, and others don't reward them for following safety practices. Granite Insurance is hoping to offer a solution for the industry. Using an advisory board of haunters, they hope to offer incentives for safety practices and eventually streamline the process through an online portal. Coming up, we'll learn more about how haunts can ensure they're getting the best coverage. I'm Philip, and this episode is part of our Vendor Showcase series in partnership with the Haunted Attraction Association. Okay, here's Cameron to tell us more. So I'm Cameron Annis. I am our national practice leader for our adventure and entertainment division here at Granite Insurance. About six to eight months ago, we realized that there was a huge issue in the haunted attraction space whenever it comes to insurance. Insurance was very slow. Insurance was very antiquated. We analyzed a policy the other day for a haunted attraction or a haunted house, and it says, hey, here's your liability policy, but guess what it excludes? Haunted houses. And so we just said, all right, let's let's change the game. So we partnered with some incredible people in the haunt industry, and we're designing a completely new insurance platform for the industry. We've got an advisory board of legacy haunted attractions and haunted house owners and operators helping guide us through the space. And we play in the adventure and entertainment space. So we've got that background behind us. An online insurance portal built specifically for haunted attractions does sound pretty revolutionary. So I asked Cameron to paint us a picture of what that would look like. It'll look very much TurboTax. At the top of the screen, you're 12% of the way through the process. But once you first log in, it'll say, hey, are you a home haunt? Are you a mid haunt? Are you a large haunt? You click one. It says, what additional activities do you do? Do you do axe throwing? Do you have midway games? And then it'll ask you questions about each activity. How many levels is your haunted house? If you're doing haunted hay or wagon rides, all the way through at the end, it says, hey, here's your premium. And then it says, do you want to add additional insurance or have certificates for the landowner or the building owner or people that may require you to have insurance? And so the beautiful thing is next year, this software remembers all of the information you put in last year. Having an advisory board allowed Granite Insurance to really hone in on some of the haunted attraction specific issues that come up with insurance, like touching, for example. People believe that I can't believe people would allow that and other people believe it is who we are. Yes, there is a slight increase in the rate for touching. However, you can earn that rate and discounts to offset that if you're doing proper things. For example, touching training is provided. It's documented. It's signed off on by the employees, things of that nature. Same thing from the wagon ride perspective. Yes, there's a charge for the hay ride or the wagon ride, but you can earn some of those charges back by having an example such as it not being pulled by a vehicle, just being pulled by a tractor, no feet hanging over the sides or dangling from the edge, you know, a minimum age of 18 years old for the driver. All of those points earn you kind of that upcharge back. We're upcharging for the activity, but if it's well controlled, you get to earn a significant portion of that upcharge back. Are these things that are then communicated between you and your partners, such as like the chaos program, for example, to say then that haunt operators that may not know some of these things, there's a way for them to learn it ahead of time? 
hundred percent. You know, whenever we've developed programs for any kind of high hazard industry, whether that be the zip line industry, indoor climbing gyms or whitewater rafting, the key is education. There's no reason we should have all this information on incidents and what causes them and keep it to ourselves. Because if one incident happens, it hurts everybody. And if we can prevent that from happening, the better. So that's one of the big things is we take all this data and we, we push it out to everyone. We want to share it so that they can make better decisions for next year based off of incidents that happened this year. You know, for example, I just got back from the International Zipline Conference. Three years ago, 52% of incidents came from collisions on the platform when you're going into the zipline. So you hit the platform. So what we did was the design team made changes to the zip line platforms are extended. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to pick up your feet anymore. You just kind of run up on it. That was three years ago. Today, only 30% of injuries come from that. So we improved that by 22 points, almost half. And those are the things that we want to help the haunted attraction industry change is you know continuous improvement industry-wide just is better for everybody. What do you think is something that is misunderstood about insurance for haunted houses? Coverage matters. Mm-hmm. Words matter. You know, we've analyzed probably 25 of them prepping for this program. People would be significantly disappointed if and when they have a claim. For example, people that do touching mm-hmm. and guess what is excluded on their policy? Abuse and molestation and assault and battery. Mm-hmm. The only things that could come about from touching. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it's just, again, that education, you know, people being aware of what's on their policy, because that's how insurance gets such a bad rap is, you know, claims that don't pay. Well, in my opinion, that is not necessarily the insurance company's fault. That is the advisor or the agent's fault. And that's what we are. You know, it's our job to make sure it's stu- structured correctly so that things respond how they should when a claim actually does happen. When should they be thinking about beginning this process and what should they have prepared by the time they're ready to chat with you guys? People should look to engage and there's two different buckets. Number one is people who own their own property. They're on their own property, own their own building. That's going to be an annual policy. I would encourage you, don't renew it in the middle of your season. Mm -hmm. People who do not own their own property, which is probably a majority of the industry, I would say you really need to be starting these conversations two months before you, you start set up. You know, you should have uh, what's your training pr- program going to look like? What's your safety program going to look like? Are you going to have fire marshal inspections or inspections from local jurisdictions? All those things are really good things that you you want to know, as well as your projected participant account. They should allow two months in terms of getting it done. Yeah, that's worst case scenario, Philip. So the technology that we're developing should allow for probably 80% of operators to flow through within 30 to 45 minutes. But, you know, whenever it kind of gets kicked out of the box that we're designing, that's whenever it gets to a referral basis, which may require two to three weeks more time, but don't plan on that. Plan on two months. You're going to be at Transworld coming up, correct? Yes, that's exactly right. We'll be at booth 1715 at Transworld. We'll have several members of our company there representing our program. We'll have a lot more information and we'd love to speak with everybody. If your insurance program has been a nightmare in the past, it doesn't have to be that way. We're here to make insurance beautiful once again. You like it, Philip. I know you do. (laughs) Oh my God, okay. 
Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.